windows all around my fucking house. Welcome to Dunstan Checks Men, the best, only, and final podcast about the 1996 ape film Dunstan Checks In. I'm Lord Andrew. I'm Diet Coke. We're here to talk about Minute 74. Yeah. Have you heard the word about Minute 74? <laughs> I, I've, I've heard, uh, I'm going to say multiple words about Minute 74. A whole minute's worth, I'd think. I would, yeah, I would say, well, I don't know that there's 60 seconds of words in, uh, to be said about the minute. <laughs> you know what I mean? Of like well, pure concentrated words. Yeah, we're going to we're going to make it happen. <laughs> uh, perhaps even many minutes worth of talking about this minute. Perhaps uh, I've heard. Huh? Sorry. I was going to say you you did mention that this is the final podcast about Dunstan Checks Men, right? Yeah. Does that mean is it going to be on us to prevent other people from doing it? Wow. It's almost like you don't remember that we had this conversation before. But an episode ago or two, when you came up with kind of this concept, and I was, I'm just running with it. Uh, okay. I don't I, As soon as I say something, it's it's out of the brain forever. When yeah. I say words, that's me getting rid of all the bullshit that's in my brain. This is true. Pe- and people sometimes don't. that bullshit just gets generated again, and I can't help that. This is true, yeah. People don't realize that is the main use of podcasts with yeah, the, the way that it's in general <laughs> yeah the way that people when they make a, a show like uh, any show they're just trying to get the words out of their brain yeah yeah you have too many thoughts in your head you need to get you need to offload some of them mm-hmm. onto the internet uh so uh, as as per our system i've paired this minute with emperor's new groove mm-hmm. a walt disney animated film from the uh, year 2000 yeah which i will uh bring up for discussion when I reach the point in the minute when I feel like it fits. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, so you'll bring up the year 2000 when you reach the point in the minute where you feel like it fits. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Grant sees Lord Rutledge come out from under the table with the bag. Mm-hmm. And we get, we get kind of two. You say bag bag. Well, it looks like a bag. Yeah, but it is in fact a tablecloth. Sort of folded up with an ape on the inside. Yeah, with an ape on the inside. Um, <laughs> as Mr. Grant approaches, he kind of first he sees Lord Rutledge come out, then he gets a good good look at that Lord Rutledge has Dunstan in the <laughs> in the in the ape apron. That's yeah, the apron, the table apron. Yeah. Uh, and then as he's approaching, isn't table apron a real separate thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't fully as, know how, as, what it is. As he's approaching, what happened? Yeah, um, Mrs. Dubrow, Dude, Dubrow, uh, comes up and stops him and says, like, kind of yeah. under her breath, but hurriedly, "You have to do something." Uh, to which this is where Mr. Grant has—he's reached his limit. He turns to her and, in a tone he's never taken with her before, he says, "Do it yourself," and he has like yes. a little point. He's uh, for once in his in this movie and perhaps his life uh, mm. standing up to Mrs. Dubrow, Dubrow. Yeah. And historic moment for uh, our Robert Grant. <laughs> uh, so then we see Lord Rutledge enters the kitchen mm-hmm. and he immediately opens. Huh. 
How do you spell the word kitchen? Oh no. <laughs> yeah. K. Yeah. There I. Up to a great start. T. Sure. C. Yep. H. Uh huh. E N. E N. You say. What are now? What's your spelling? Well, I wrote what I have written down in my notes here is an I N situation. Well, I mean that's maybe that's a. Uh, I, I could see that on a cutesy sign somewhere. I believe that yours is correct. Uh huh. But I would like to posit that yours shouldn't. It should be I N. Hmm. Kitchen. 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 Well, I wonder if it comes from. Kachen, you're almost in a Lightning O'Brien territory or whatever his name is. It's definitely Lightning (laughs) O'Brien. Yeah. What else? You know what? I'm going to say you're not that far from it. So it is Lightning O'Brien now. (laughs) Is it Lightning McQueen? It is Lightning McQueen. Okay. I I think think Lightning O'Brien is just as fine a name. Mm -hmm. Uh, But if, if Kitchen comes from maybe it's like uh like the kit right mm-hmm. so it's like it's where you it's where Get you your chen your kit uh, all right let's move on i'm sorry i'm sorry i let us down this dark path so when lord rutledge opens the door to the kitchen he knocks over a guy mm-hmm. someone holding drinks and yes. they go clattering he doesn't it's of champagne yeah he doesn't stop for a second he's he's no. on a mission for something yeah uh, Mr. Grant comes in right behind him, also knocks over a guy. Sorry, yeah. yeah. He is on a mission for something. Yeah. I'm saying he's not, actually. Lord Rutledge? Like, the movie wants us to believe that he's on a mission for something, but what is what is he doing right now? This is true. I, I, I think you have to assume, the movie doesn't give us this, but you have to <laughs> assume that he did see Mr. Grant following and so he is looking for a weapon because that is what he eventually does get. Yeah, I get. Okay, so Mr. Grant apologizes to the guy he bumps into. I think that's what you're building to. Yes, yes. He does apologize, whereas Lord Rutledge didn't. Now, the other thing that I, I'd have to say, Mr. Grant shouldn't shouldn't have put himself. He should have opened the correct door. Yes. Like it's, it's kitchen also, double doors, right? Someone is. The, the, is it the same guy or no? Because I don't, I don't, it can't be. It can't be. We don't see a person following right behind him when Lord Rutledge hits him, which it would have to be. The second person tries to come way too fast is I guess what I'm getting at. Oh yeah, for sure. Especially because they'd have to be stepping over a fallen over man. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) They could not use that door without just completely stepping over one of their coworkers (laughs) who has fallen to the ground. Yes, that's accurate, I would say. Uh, so it's a, that's it's a poorly staged sequence is what I'm, is I guess what I'm getting at here. Yes. And in fact, la- allow me to use that to, tr- to transition oh. to Emperor's new groove. Oh, there is a, there is a scene like this in Emperor's new groove. Huh? Where there's a very well staged sequence. It's very well staged. I'm glad you said that. It seemed like you were saying it was also poorly staged for a second. No, no, no. I, I would take offense because that that is a fantastic sequence in that, the film. D- that diner movie. scene in Emperor's New Groove. Is... First of all, I love that there is a diner scene in Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It's uh, it's so well done. It's I think it's for me the funniest part of the movie. Oh, I I would probably agree with that. For those who aren't familiar with the film, uh, due to complicated circumstances, the henchman character Kronk has taken over cooking duties in the in a diner, mm-hmm. and the the head villain and the protagonist are sort of both going into the kitchen at the same time to modify their orders. Yeah. Um, it's, I, I love that you say due to complicated circumstances. The circumstances were the chef quit, Kronk was standing there, and the waitress started yelling orders at him. Yeah, and he, just, just, he snapped too. Yeah. I, 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 that is a running thing in the movie that Kronk is a... I guess we never see people eating his food, so we, I guess we can't say for definite whether or not he's a good cook, but he is a dedicated cook. Is <laughs> yeah, the, the yeah. recurring thing we see throughout the film. Um, but yeah, I, it, sorry. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I, I was gonna say I love Kronk so much. Kronk <laughs> is every time I watch this movie, and I, I, you know, I get the urge to rewatch Emperor's New Groove. I'm gonna say once every three years that happens. Yeah. Okay. Um, and every time I'm just struck by how much I adore Kronk. Really, just like perfect character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Patrick Patrick Warburton does a fantastic job. The role he was born to play. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this is kind of, I, I feel like you get a lot of movies where there is a an inept henchman, mm-hmm. and uh, Kronk is on a different level. <laughs> yeah. Like, Kronk, Kronk is, um, he's, he's inept in being the henchman, but in yeah. most other things, he's kind of good. Yeah, he's, he's only bad at being a henchman. He's, he seems to be quite skilled at everything else. Yeah. And he, he kind of has a he has a good heart, but he it seems like he's very willing to just follow, you know, bad influences. Yeah. Well, that's like I like that his his angel and devil like they end. Like and they, they gave him a straight like, to DVD sequel. Yeah. <laughs> the angel and devil on his shoulder like the angel ends up listening to the devil because Kronk's <laughs> main trait is that he will do anything anyone asks him to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's definitely <laughs> so uh, good. It. I, I also will say, so I, I thought of Emperor's New Groove because of the kitchen scene that's in this minute. Uh-huh. And I thought of, well, what's you know the best version of a kitchen scene? Well, yeah, it's Emperor's New Groove. Of course. Uh, but I will say, you know, um, there is something to Lord Rutledge having Dunstan in a, in a makeshift bag and the way that Kronk kid, uh, takes yeah. the body of uh, Kuzco and, and is about to dispose of him over the waterfall. Yeah. I would say that is also very similar. And then even the um, uh, we haven't gotten to it in a minute yet, but the but the way that Dunstan uh, uses a pan mm-hmm. to knock out uh, Lord Rutledge for a second, it's very you know cartoonish. We see that I think at least once in Emperor's New Groove. Yeah, it could you could have picked Tangled also. That would have also worked <laughs> for that. <laughs> sure, that's the frying pan movie for sure. Yeah, that's <laughs> everybody's go-to frying pan. Hit someone in the head movie. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't have much to say about Emperor's New Groove except I like it a lot. I'm glad I could pair it with this minute to to show <laughs> this minute how it's done. I I am I am pleasantly surprised. I ba- based solely on something that you said last week, I vers- I thought that you did not care for Emperor's New Groove. What did I say? I I said, well, you announced that you picked that, and I said, all right, yeah, we get to watch Emperor's New Groove. That's a great time. Mm-hmm. And you said, and you like kind of paused and said. 
yeah, I, it's good that you're excited. Like, <laughs> something that was like very much not taking a stance on me saying it was a good movie. I, I think I, I was more uh, uh, taken aback and then glad that you were excited because I, I feel like you, when it comes to mainstream Disney films, you're not on their side. That's true. Yeah. Typically. Uh, yeah. This honestly, this this feels less like a mainstream Disney film to me, and oh, yeah. I think a big part of that could be that it stars David Spade and John Goodman. Mm-hmm. I guess John Goodman is, you know, I guess Monsters Inc. is a Disney film. Um, but David Spade is uh, you don't when you think of classic Disney stars, David Spade is like uh, doesn't fit the mold, you know. Well, do do you know anything about the the backstory on what this movie was supposed to be? No. Yeah, so it was a it went through a lot of um, changes from the start of it to the end of it. Okay. And um, the original star, not in the same role, but the star was to be uh, voiced by Owen Wilson. Oh, interesting. Who would then go on to be Lightning O'Brien, as you noted? Of course. Um, but yeah, and the David Spade, he was in this in this or a very similar role he was to be in very little of the movie interesting imagine you're david spade and you you book a gig that's like a kind of minor role in a disney film and you're like all right disney film it's high profile i get i get paid I, it's i just gotta step in the booth for like a day or two yeah and then suddenly you're david spade in the year 2000 and you're starring in a disney film yeah yeah he really I mean, looked yeah. out it really, yeah. It, it life cat came at him pretty quickly there. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. It it definitely seemed like from what I read. So we there was an episode of it's on my list that we did on this. So we ended up watching. Um, there's a documentary about the all of the changes that they the made. Box. Yeah, it's. I think pretty, you told me much. about that that documentary, and then I conflated it with the stories about um, how bad it was to work on Shrek. Oh. Uh, and which resulted in when me and my beautiful girlfriend Casey were watching the film, I was like, you know, this was I I I mentioned uh, like some tie between the animators and this movie and Shrek, and then immediately I realized, wait a minute, that can't be right. <laughs> one's DreamWorks and one's Disney. <laughs> I must be mixing up two stories now, but I couldn't remember what the other story was. I'm I'm so glad it has come up now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the sweatbox. It's um. It's a really interesting movie because it really gets uh, it peels back the layers. Disney technically has never allowed it to be released, um, so it's uh, you know you, you got to go find it yourself. You got to find it in other places. Yeah, it's not going to be on Disney Plus ever. Uh, do you know that David Spade currently has a um... a Netflix movie? Yes. I, no, it's a show. It's a show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Is that the one with Lauren Lapkus? Is that something else? I don't. I don't believe Lauren Lapkus is in it, but I. I could be wrong. Okay. Do you know what it's called? It just open. Uh, it's like the wrong Missy or something. Yeah, that's a. That's the one with Lauren Lapkus. What the hell? I believe she is the titular Missy. <laughs> what the hell? I've only seen bl- bl- you know drips and drabs about this, and uh, I. Well, I guess it I, is a movie too. For for whatever reason, I thought it was a show. Uh, I would have believed you because Netflix uh, gives, you know, uh, 15 episodes to any comedian that walks up <laughs> into their doors. Uh, you're not wrong. Lauren Lapkus and David Spade. That, that, I can't say I care for that combination. 
Yeah, it's um, from from what I've heard, fans of Lauren Lapkus will be happy and should just be happy for her. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm also blown away by who is third build in this film on Wikipedia, who was uh, not in the trailer at all. It's okay. professional wrestler Roman Reigns. No, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now this is made up. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm going to watch this movie. I know you are. But you know what pushed it over the edge for me? Is it in the Sandler verse? Uh, I mean, it looks like it is based on the cast, but that's not necessarily it. Mm-hmm. Jorge Garcia as Guy on Plane. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so not only is Jorge Garcia, I would say the most wronged Lost cast member, the, yeah. cast, the, the Lost cast member who most deserved to do more on Lost and hasn't really, unfortunately, done much after Lost. Well, you didn't watch Alcatraz with me, so that's that's what happened. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. It's, it's <laughs> my fault. But also, guy on plane, like it seems like this character is maybe even a reference to Lost. It better be. So, uh, yeah, you I got guess. your weekend plans. What the hell? Uh, Jorge Garcia has a podcast about kaiju movies. That sounds rad. I should listen to that. <laughs> it's just called Kaiju Podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if we called this podcast that we've done here the official Dunstan Checks In podcast? Who would stop us? Honestly, if you said to me right now that you wanted to change the title, like starting with this episode, I would say yes, go for it. In fact, I kind of think you did because, frankly, I'm sick of fucking saying the words Dunstan Checks Men to people and explaining what it is. And now, granted, I know Dunstan Checks Men was my idea as a name. It really was. And I, and I, it's one of my deepest regrets. It's a, it's a real Cougar Town situation. Well, it also, we had that thing where I didn't care for it. And then by the time we were ready to do the show, I loved it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i um here's what i hey th- honestly i i i think it would be funny if because what do we have like 10 episodes left <laughs> just for our last 10 episodes we changed the name to the official dunson checks in podcast okay <laughs> yeah i want to see who contacts us about that honestly if someone does try to stop us that's that's you know <laughs> that's press <laughs> It really is. <laughs> Great. Okay. So I'll make a new logo for us. Too. Perfect. Love it. Okay. Um, so that's it on Emperor's New Groove, huh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah. I, I, um, I would watch it all the time and it's quick. You know, it's before Disney thought that all of their animated films needed to be close to two hours long. I like a, I like a good tight you know, 70, 80 minute animated film. Yeah, that's perfect right there. All right. So Mr. Grant has knocked over a man. uh, And then we see Lord Rutledge has grabbed a knife. And he says, I'm going to give you a sporting chance and count to three. Mm. Uh, Let's let's break down that that line and the, the moment that follows. Yeah, sure. A sporting chance to do what? Leave? leave get a weapon i mean mr grant just stands there and like seems to, and like but doesn't even like put his fist up like he's gonna fight mr grant seems to think that he's waiting to be stabbed does he see I, dunstan he doesn't play it like he sees dunstan i no, not at first the the because dunstan doesn't uh start appearing until he starts counting 
I yeah. think he expects the whole kitchen staff to form like, you know, uh, 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 you know, a, an army behind him. Well, he does that, but then he immediately sees, because that's bef- before he has the sporting chance. He says, you know, it's not one-on-one, it's one-on-however many. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then his army leaves behind him. Yeah, they all kind of hide, which, um, I mean, I guess, yeah, you, you don't have to be a hero. Like, yeah. Uh, but it's, it's also is kind of like, huh, there is like at least 10 people there besides Lord Rutledge. It's just also like sporting chance, three seconds is just such a weird thing to say when really like, what what any human being would say in the situation is, I'm going to fucking stab you if you don't let me run away right now. Yeah, I, I wonder if they couldn't get away with that in a children's film. <laughs> I mean, he's brandishing the knife in the children's film. Like, why, like, literally just back off would have been a better line. It's Yeah, this is true. It just, um, it just makes so little sense to me. Well, and I think, I mean, the way Mr. Grant says you're slightly outnumbered. Yeah. Is really like, he is you know, expecting all these people to help him. And then they immediately don't. And then I, it, it is in that moment when the counting starts, when Dunstan grabs the, the pan uh, to hit Lord Rutledge with. Yeah. But yeah. It is. It's very odd that even Mr. Grant doesn't even reach for anything. No, it's, it's, it's a weird, it, I'm going to say a catchphrase of this show. This is a bad minute. Yeah. Uh, just it's, it's, that's the catchphrase of uh, the official Dunstan Checks In podcast. Of course, uh, it's just not, nothing in this. There's this is sixty seconds of pure bad filmmaking. Like there's not a single competently made second in this minute. Yeah, and um, so the hand that we see Actually, that reaches. Can uh, I say, you know who does a good job in this minute? Who the two stuntmen who get hit by the door? They take. Oh. They, they they have good pratfalls in this minute. I'll give them credit and no one else. Yeah, and somehow they hit the door in such a way where the the trays that they're holding splatter yes. perfectly. Yes, that's I haven't seen perfect splatter like that in a movie in a long time. Yeah, no, those two are good and they do deserve credit. They they showed up to work this day. Yeah, no one else did. Um, so, but do you have thoughts on the hand that you see reach up for the pan? Uh I, I would rather not. <laughs> I, I believe this is one of those instances where this was a human hand wearing a glove. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm, I'm rewatching it now. It definitely seems it's definitely a human hand wearing a glove. Because I, I, I would also think it would be a little too dangerous to allow an animal to decide how hard to hit a human with a pan. Yeah, of course. Uh, so <laughs> excuse me. I don't think it's a real it, it's probably not a real pan, right? No, it's one of those rubber numbers. Yeah. Uh, so Dunstan hits Lord Rutledge with a pan, where and he's counting down from three. And there's kind of there's a lot of interesting reaction shots going on here, because Mister Grant seeing Dunstan with the pan, he gets real smug. Yeah. And then Lord Rutledge seeing that Mister Grant is not backing down is just completely baffled. Well, he seems scared, and it's it just seems like a weird choice on the part of uh, what's his name? Yeah, it is R- Rupert Everett. Rupert Everett. God, uh-huh. how does he have a more British name than <laughs> Lord Rutledge? <laughs> Who knows? Um, uh, it just seems I don't know. None, n- nobody here is is playing this scene in any way that makes sense to me. No. They, it it really seems like they just were they just used shots from in between takes. 
Yeah. Like they like they fucked up and forgot to get a clean take, so they just like cobbled together this moment from, you know, just raw footage of the actors. Well, I mean, at no point do you really see both Mr. Grant and Lord Rutledge in the same shot. It's also true. That really to me signifies that they just did a lot of pickups. Yeah. They were just like, quick, just do your scenes, get out of here. Yeah. Um, so when when uh, Lord Grant, Lord Grant, oh no, <laughs> when Lord Rutledge is hit, he he's still counting down, so he gives a, a weak three, and then he falls, right? Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, Mr. Grant says, uh, "Dunstan, run!" And this sort of as, an instant team forming between Mr. Grant and Dunstan, two characters who have not interacted prior to this in the entire movie. No, and in fact. That one night. Yeah, I, I really think the, as baffling and as strange and as bad as this whole minute is, what happens after Mr. Grant says Dunstan run is the worst and yeah. worst, just the worst part. Yeah, you're not wrong. Some like inspiring circusy music starts to play and Dunstan swings from pots and pans. Yeah. And it's kind of like he didn't need to do that. No, and it's also slower than running. It's way slower than running. And they they take the time to show that Lord Rutledge isn't knocked out. He just fell, basically. And it just sort of watches this happen. And almost watches as if he's never seen Dunst do something like this. Yeah, like he's shocked. Yeah, like he sends Dunstan to steal things apparently many, many times. And he's never seen Dunstan do something like this? Yeah. Like it's, it's really, it's bad. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, so then, also, out of nowhere, Kyle is at the end of this pots and pans swinging row and yeah. says, Dunstan, let's get out of here. Yeah. Seems bad. Seems nonsensical. Like, all the characters are just wherever they need to be for the scene just because the scene needs them to be there. Yes. No, no, no one is performing as a rational human in, the, in this scene. I shouldn't and even then, say rational human because real humans sometimes perform as irrational humans. No, yeah. these are automatons. These are, these are flesh automatons whose only purpose in this moment is to, is to walk to a fucking X on the carpet. Yeah, and say a word no matter yeah. how strange it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, this minute pisses me off yeah. so much. And then Kyle immediately loses Dunstan. <laughs> yeah. And like, not even in like a, oh, it was a crowded room kind of way. Like Dunstan just stops and climbs up a trellis. And then Kyle's like, oh, where did he go? Yeah. And he, he does, Dunstan does this because he sees uh, Buck Lafarge crawling on the ground. Yeah, who I guess is just still crawling on the ground from before. Yeah, he's looking under tables. I don't know. It's a, you know, it's a, it's pandemonium at the, at the crystal ball is all that I can tell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, immediately loses Dunstan. I, I just can't get over that one. That one is just like, why did we even go through that then? (laughs) Yeah, I, I, I'm searching my brain for something to say about this minute other than it fucking sucks. Yeah. So then Lord Rutledge, we go back to the kitchen. Lord Rutledge has stood up now. Mm-hmm. And 
what he does, it's it, it's cut by the end of the minute. But I can only describe what he does is he makes what I believe he thinks is a karate noise. Yeah. But See, then I, wrote holds, down, I wrote down bird attack on my note. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's a bird like sound. And he kind of puts his hands in a Doctor Strange pose. I guess. It's not necessarily he's going to attack with his hands, but he's just gesturing. Yeah, I, I guess if, if that's what you mean by Doctor Strange pose, then I would yeah. say yes, that's what he does. Because when Doctor Strange holds up his hands, he's not punching with them. He's like drawing symbols in the air. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you know, you're not wrong. Yeah. And what Lord Rutledge is doing here isn't like he's going to go into attack mode. It's like he's going to summon a portal. Yeah. And uh, it's it's bad. It's so bad. It's the it's bad to hear. It's, it's a bad noise to hear that it's he bad makes. To hear. It's bad to look at. It's bad to think about. Mm-hmm. It just makes you angry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's the end of the minute. <sighs> Thank God. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Um, so what, uh, would you like to now reveal what you've chosen for minute 75 of the official Dunstan checks in podcast? Yes. For minute 75 of the official Dunstan checks, uh, in podcast, I have chosen to pair the minute with a little film by the name of food fight. Oh, uh, oh, you're, you've done this, huh? (laughs) Yeah, I have done this. I, I'll, I'll admit now I've never seen it, but I know it by reputation. Yep. <laughs> so I, there was a part of me that that thought is is Andrew going to use his veto on this one? <laughs> I think at this point, there's I won't veto anything. I <laughs> at this point, what's the point of a veto? I yeah, I I can't think of uh you know a better way to to pair a movie with a minute than that. I guess. <laughs> Uh, all right, so you can find me on other podcasts such as Nothing New, a remake podcast that I host with Justin Kizan, uh, where every month we talk about film remakes. Um, that's movies that have either been made before or they're based on the same material. Uh, you know what they say, Hollywood has new I- no new ideas, so they just keep remaking the same stuff over and over. It gives us plenty to talk about. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you that much. Um, and then the other podcast that I do is called It's On My List. It's on my list. Pod.com is where you can find it. Uh, and that one every month, uh, myself and a group of friends get together and talk about movies that people say you should see, or that we think other people should see. Uh, so that's, that one's a lot of fun. Uh, I'll tell you the, um, the movie that we're doing for this month. Uh, we haven't recorded yet, uh, but it's, uh, it's a mad, 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 mad world, which is uh, it's, it's a long movie. Uh, but I think it's worth it. I'll just say that right here. Right that movie now. like three hours. I have seen it. Yeah, it is. It's um, just under three hours. Uh, if you watch a, an extended version, it it can reach up to three hours and twenty minutes long. Why are they doing extended versions of movies that came out in nineteen sixty three? Because they find more footage. Although You'll I have guess- to listen to it's on my list to find out more. Yeah, this is so confusing. I'm I'm not I you'll explain what this means on it's on my list, everybody listen to that. But mm-hmm. I do like that the Wikipedia here for it's a mad, 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 mad world on the running time, it lists the length of the original cut, mm-hmm. the length of the premiere cut, mm-hmm. the length of the theatrical cut, mm-hmm. and the length of the restored cut. Yep. Yep. 
Yep. <laughs> there are as many cuts of this movie as there is instances of the world word mad in the title. <laughs> this is true. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at podcaster Andrew. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at very cool Emily. Um, I stream on Twitch sometime, uh, sometime. One time, Sometimes. that'll be it. Uh, no, I stream on Twitch occasionally. You can find my Twitch channel at um, dietcoke.cool. Um, I host some other podcasts. One's called Go Go Godzilla with Justin Keys on, who you might remember from a little show called Nothing New, and Vic Perfecto, where we talk about Godzilla. I also host uh, the Big Match Minute with Lily Ghost Puncher, uh, and that's the show where we uh, we do we do this nonsense like we do on this show, but for certain wrestling matches. Uh, you can find you can find your way to all those if you go to my Twitter page, which is again just twitter.com slash very cool Emily. Uh, what else do we have to say, Andrew? Oh, you know, what, how do we always end the official Dunson Checks in podcast? <laughs> um, we say rate and review us. Oh, well, sure. Wherever you we want. should also tell us about the Twitter and the Instagram and the other. Oh, uh, sure. Twitter is Majestic Hotel NY. Uh, Instagram Dunson Checks Man. YouTube. Go go to the YouTube and the YouTube. search for Dunson Checks Men. Uh, yeah, we have to search for Dunson Checks Men. We we made a typo when we were typing in the name of our show. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, we have a Patreon. Just also search for Dunson Checks Men. Again, we just had to keep with the typo because it's our brand. Yeah, uh, online. <laughs> um, yeah. And so go to go to our Patreon, go to our Twitter, go to our Instagram, go to our YouTube, uh, and rate and review us. And in so uh, on Apple Podcasts, yeah, or, wherever you want to review us, really. Yeah, but make sure please give us the highest rating, which is generally five stars. Uh-huh. And then in the text of your review, instead of reviewing the show like everyone else does, yeah. Uh, let's get, let's, let's instead, um, have you, uh, uh, say which character from Emperor's New Groove you would like to take out to dinner. Okay. I feel like there's an obvious answer here. Yeah, it's Pacha. (laughs) I mean, Pacha. That's the thing. That's the thing about Emperor's New Groove, if we can circle back for a second. Sure. Pacha is such a great character and we didn't even mention him. Yeah, because we had Kronk goggles on, <laughs> <laughs> but Pacha is also great. He truly is, uh, uh, and that's that's all I can think to say. Yeah. Uh, so remember, Dunstan is spelled with a U. Fuck. And we're checking out. To all who come to this happy podcast, welcome. Nothing new is something new. That great poets imitate and improve. Where our small ones steal and spoil. Hi, I'm Andrew. And I'm Justin. And if it wasn't readily apparent at that, we're huge nerds about remakes. That's why we're doing the Nothing New Podcast. Once a month, we'll sit down and talk about a remake in detail and its original, covering them in whatever order they come out, from Wizard Waz to It and beyond. They're remaking Stuart Gordon's 1986 sci-fi horror classic from beyond? Oh, no. Not yet. Oh, that's going to be a long time coming. 
Anyway, if that sounds up your alley, come join Justin and I, and maybe a guest or two, to explore the wonderful world of Remix, film by film. Remix have been done forever. People talk, but Scarface don't even know that was a remake. Oh, nicely said. Don't thank me. Thank Antoine Fuqua. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.